Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Auction. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Happy day, New Bedford. Happy day, Fairhaven and Dartmouth and Acushnet and Freetown. This is Jack Spillane sitting in for Tim Weisberg. It's another warm day, a little bit rainy, misty this morning, but I can see some red coming across the um, eastern horizon. Uh, Sun rises in the east, sets in the west, as they say. I'm sitting in for Tim because Tim is still in the asylum out in uh, Michigan, uh, exploring um, the paranormal phenomenon that uh, has haunted out there. I'm sure he'll have lots of great stories when he comes back. Uh, um, So, what's on your mind this morning, South Coast? I was reading the morning papers before I came in. Something that struck me was this um, conviction of uh, this crazy guy, David DePape, out in um, San Francisco, who in the middle of the night attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband. It was all captured on police body camera. There's no doubt that he did it. Uh, and sure enough, he got up on the witness stand and said, I did it because of what I read online. I attacked the husband, the 80-something-year-old husband of the Speaker of the House, the former Speaker now, of the House of Representatives, you know, uh, within an inch of his life because I was looking for... Nancy Pelosi, whom I intended to kneecap if she didn't tell me the truth about all her lies, which I had read about on OAN and which I had heard on OAN and Fox News and uh, 
every place else on, online that purveys uh, misinformation these days. And the truth is, even if uh, Nancy Pelosi had told all those lies, uh, you know, her husband, her 80-something-year-old husband, didn't deserve to be attacked in his bedroom in the middle of the night. Uh, so there we have it. Uh, that's the state of America. We also read this week in America that um, we have a sitting U.S. senator from Oklahoma who stands up, takes off his wedding ring, and is willing to start a fight with the um, leader of the, um, the largest union in the country, the Teamsters. I forget his name, Sean Donahue, I think, a guy from Massachusetts, of all places. Uh, and he's, gonna, he's uh, upset because the Teamster guy had <coughs> allegedly insulted him on social media. So he's going to have a fight with him <coughs> right there in a Senate committee. That's the state of America. Excuse me while I get just a, a little drink of water. There we go. Sorry about that, folks. Um, my voice is a little raspy this time of the morning. <clears throat> Although I'm, I'm not a smoker, so I'm not sure why. Anyway, <clears throat> that was the state of um, the country. And we see this week, or last week, I guess now... We have a similar bad behavior and antics at the New Bedford City Council. Uh, uh, Councilor Ian Abreu was on Chris McCarthy's show here on WBSM yesterday to uh, speak about why he abruptly got up and left um, uh, a council. It was in between council meetings, I guess, in between a council property meeting and a council ordinance meeting because of behavior of people who were in the council and of the councilors themselves. Uh, Chris McCarthy said on the radio yesterday that if there had been videotape of what went on in the council chambers, then it would have been front page news across the country. I'm not, I'm not sure that Chris wasn't exaggerating a little bit there, but certainly it might have been news. Um, uh, according to Councilor Abreu on this station yesterday morning, um, uh, uh, two um, uh, activists, I guess you would call them, uh, one of them in the media, Carlos Felix, and the other, uh, an activist for many years, uh, Gilly Safiolis, uh, were at the council and they were talking to Councillor Abreu and somehow uh, Councillor L- President Linda Morad called Councillor Abreu an a-hole um, uh, in the council chambers. And then I was sent... Uh, yesterday, uh, uh, an image of Councillor Maria Giesta uh, appearing to give the finger. Uh, now, in Councillor Giesta's defense, she may not have been. Her middle finger was was propped up as as she w- against her head, and uh, I forget whether it was uh, Mr. Felix or Mr. Safiola said that uh, they were give- she was giving them the finger. Now, I understand that people in the council chambers sometimes act rudely. And if they act rudely, they should be asked to leave. And that would include Mr. Safiolis and, and Mr. Felix. But, you know, people acting badly is not an excuse for the council joining in. So we can thank our, our lucky stars, I guess, that it, it didn't develop into worse, as we've seen 
in other parts of the country. But um, uh, Mr. Safiola says he called the police to the chambers. The the councilors um, uh, have many times had to call the police to the chambers because of of what they see as poor behavior on Mr. Safiola's and 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 um, Mr. Felix's parts. So everyone concerned, I think, needs to behave a little better. I heard that some of the councillors, Councillor Morad and Councillor Jester, were uh, taping with their cell phones what went on in the chambers. I don't know if they'll make those those um, tapes uh, public, but uh, I think it's I think it's you know I think we're at a point that you know we just had an election. Uh, congratulations to the councillors; they were all reelected, with the exception of Ward One Councillor Brad Markey, who ironically is one of the most mild mannered low-key of, of, of all the councillors. But everybody else was re-elected, so that's what the public wants. Good for them. But we hope that in this next year, this next term of the council, they'll be a little bit better behaved. Do you have a feeling about any of this? Uh, give me a call if you do. Uh, uh, this is Jack Spillane sitting in for, for Tim Weisberg at WBSM. Uh, the lines are open this early, so 508-996. Give a call if if you like, uh, we can talk about Mr. DePape's uh, conviction of assaulting Paul Pelosi. We can talk about the antics in the city council. We can talk about something else if you want. Um, yesterday, I had some confusion. I, I thought that Mayor Mitchell was going to be joining me at 7.15, but it was actually today that he's going to be joining me at 7.15 to talk about the Star Store, which I'm, I'm really worried about, the the, the the news stories about the Star Store just seem to get worse and worse. We we read in the New Bedford Light, the publication where I work this week, that that um, the numbers that UMass Dartmouth Chancellor uh, Mark Fuller was giving out were just were just numbers that he had in a, in a, a what appears to be an informal conversation with the state government, the Division of Capital Asset Management. They were not a result of any estimates given by contractors or any um, sort of uh, uh, studies or, 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 or any kind of formal uh, look at the building, just numbers off the top of, off the top of someone's head that they, were, that they were removing that campus from downtown New Bedford. So uh, we're going to talk to Mayor Mitchell about his thoughts. He's been working on it. Senator Mark Martigny's been working on it. But nothing has happened. We're, we're uh, three months... Uh, yesterday, I think, from when Chancellor Fuller abruptly announced that the school was closing and the state budget is about to be wound down. Once again, the, the state government doesn't seem to be able to to address the problems. They have not put enough funding in for the immigrant crisis that we have. They have not um, uh, uh, they have not figured out how to get the new soccer stadium in Everett uh, and they have not figured out a plan to reopen the College of Visual Performing Arts in downtown New Bedford. So we have a no, new phone system this morning, so hopefully it works. I'm, I'm looking at it. Tim, Tim gave me a, a quick uh, uh, um, way to, to do it, but I, I don't... Oh, I see a phone call here. Hang on. You're on the air at WBSM. Can we hear you? Can we hear you? Uh, I guess we can't hear you. So I don't, I don't know if this phone system is working yet. Uh, 
it, we have two phones here. We have the old phone system with the way it's set up, and the, the light was just blinking. And then we have this new phone system, which they told me about, but which is not blinking. And um, I may not have any phone calls this morning. Um, if you're one of the regular callers, John or uh, Shanae, I don't know if you're up uh, yet, but give me a call. Let's see if this phone system is working. Uh, there was a caller just now, and, and it seems to have disappeared, and I'm, I'm not sure why. Uh, 508-996-0500. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. We're talking about various issues this morning, talking about uh, the state of politics in the country where where people um, uh, are threatening to fight each other at Senate committees. We're um, at a House committee. Uh, we had one chairman calling um, another member of the committee of the opposite party a smurf. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. It's all it's all middle school. It's all it's all junior high school stuff and. And that's what what people seem to um, to be into. Um, and lo and behold, we find that the same behavior has been going on in the New Bedford City Council Chambers. Actually, you know, they've had problems at the Council Chambers for a while now. I, I do think, and, and Councilor Linda Morad, Council President Morad, um, is scheduled to be here for the 8 o'clock hour. So uh, I hope, despite... Um, some of the observations that I've made this morning, she'll still, she'll still be here. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not breaking this story. This, this story was broken by, by other reporters and, and uh, media personalities. I'm just talking about it like everybody else. Here we have some calls on the line. Let's see if we can get one. You're on the air at WBSM. Okay, you're off. You're on the air at WBSM. You're on the air at WBSM. We can't hear you. The phones don't seem to be working. Hello. Let me see. Let me see if we can do this. Oops. It doesn't work either. Let me see. Well, I'm going to have to get a crash call on the phone, so let's see. Are you on the air? Hello? Hello? Oh, boy. Well, I'm not sure what's, what's going on, callers. I can see this one caller here. Please oh, hang up now. Well, this is a recording. I can hear something. Please hang up now. This is a recording. That sounds like it's coming through. You're on the air with Jack Spillane. Hello? Hello? Go ahead. You're on the air. Okay. Can you hear me? Can yeah, you we can. All right. It seems to have worked out. Yes, uh, I was just calling just to, to check in with you and see if the line was working. And, all right. All right. Uh, Thanks very much it. for calling. The lines we're, are we're all set. The lines okay. are working now, so if you want to talk, you can call in. Thank you. All right. Bye. You're next on WBSM, and the lines seem to be working. Hello? Hello? Well, maybe that person figured the lines were working, so they... they um... You're on the air at WBSM. Nope. Okay, they've dropped off. All right. Um, well, let's go to uh, our first commercial break, and um, maybe I'll get a little bit better at working these phone lines when I get back. <laughs>
Sometimes it's hard to be a woman Giving all your love to just one man So uh, I, th- I think I'll turn that off before we get to the chorus of Stand By Your Man. But that's the great Tammy Wynette with a classic, uh, I guess, an anti-feminist uh, classic, but still a great song nonetheless. We have a call on the line, so let's go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane at WBSM. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Sinead. It's it- working. It's working. <laughs> you call it to rescue me. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I think this is why we got such a low voter turnout because you got the same old, same old people there and people are just disgusted and it's like, why vote? And I know that's an awful way to feel, but when you've got these same people all the time, you don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah, and I... Linda, Linda Morad has got to go because she thinks she's the queen bee of every everything and she can do what she wants to do. Here she is calling the highest vote getter an asshole. Who does she think she is? Well, she was not the highest vote, vote getter. She was the, the actually the fourth or fifth place vote, vote, no, vote getter. No, Ian Abreu was the oh, highest. Oh, Ian Abreu. Yes, I see. Yeah. I see. Yes, I mean, he, he, Ian was the highest vote, vote getter. Um, Ian and um, Councillor Morad have had a strange relationship for a while. Um, she said the other day, I think on Tim's show, that there was one councillor she would not uh, vote for to be council president under any circumstances. And um, oh. she referenced uh, uh, the previous council president um, in that. She didn't name him by name, but I, I think it was no secret that she was right. referring right. to uh, Ian. Of course, because he's not a little Ponzi like Brian Gomes. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I think Brian thinks for himself. Uh, no. I, I, um, I, you know, I, I think... Linda Morad is a good counselor in many ways. I, I, I hope she'll still come on this morning. As I said, I, I did not break this news. Other other media reporters did. Um, right. But I, I did feel, after I read the news about David DePape um, being convicted of attacking Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, who's in right. his 80s, in his own bedroom he was attacked. Horrible, um, horrible. I, I think that... that you know, we're, not, we're certainly not anywhere near that level in New Bedford. Oh. You know, this but, country is a mess. Well, I, mess. I, I, I do think that we all, you know, all of us, myself included, can lose our tempers and say things that we regret. And I think that we all Absolutely. we all have to be on our best behavior when we're in public. And yes. I, I think we certainly respect um, the city councilors to speak to each other, even those whom they disagree with and even those who may not may not think are good people. I think we have to give people the benefit of the doubt, and 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 otherwise, we are not going to have a civilized society. 
and not very civilized in there, is it lately? No, no. Councillor Morad has been reelected, and, and she, you know, she. Um, there are a lot of people who like her. A lot of people who think she stands for, you know, uh, a pro business. Um, I, I would dispute that she's actually for low taxes because I, I see some of the city contracts that she votes for. But she certainly um, has things she wants to save money on, and uh, so I, I think that. She's she's a thoughtful counselor. She knows the numbers better than anybody, I would say, on the council. But for whatever reason, there is this, you know, bad blood for past disagreements or past, um, you know, feelings that so and so did this wrong to me or that wrong to me, and oh. we've just we've just got to get past that. It's so childish, so childish, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and it's I think such- I think that that's you know what makes it hard as you said, for people to respect government and to think that that we're going to get anywhere with government. Exactly. And, and maybe that's why they don't vote. I, I also have a, 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 a theory. And, and Janae, pronounce, tell me, am I pronouncing your name correctly, Janae? My name is Rosemary. Oh, Rosemary. I've got the wrong person. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Rosemary. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Any, anyway, I think I think you have a point that that's one of the reasons why people don't vote. But it's time for the 630 News. So I thank you for calling, and we'll talk to you next time. I sure will. Have a great day. Okay. Israel and Hamas appears to be negotiating a deal to freeze dozens of hostages held by the Palestinian militants. The deal would reportedly free 50 women and children in return for Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli jails. Reports say the exchange would coincide with the three-day ceasefire. The reports have not been confirmed by either sides. Congressman George Santos has changed his mind about seeking re-election. The New York Republican made the announcement after the House Ethics Committee released a scathing report Thursday about his conduct. The committee is expected to announce an impulsion resolution today, but probably won't vote on it until after Thanksgiving. SpaceX is moving their next Starship test flight to tomorrow. Owner Elon Musk announced on social media that today's planned flight is being delayed so a part can be replaced on the rocket. SpaceX says there will be a 20-minute launch window open tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. United Auto Worker members at General Motors have approved a new contract with the automaker. The vote was close with 55% voting in favor of the deal and 45% voting no. Ford and Stellantis workers also approved the deal. UAW President Sean Fain will give an update on the vote totals later today. The weapons expert for Alec Baldwin's cowboy movie, Rust, is facing a separate gun charge in an unrelated incident. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is facing a charge in New Mexico of unlawfully carrying a firearm in a licensed liquor establishment just with the, just weeks before the incident on set that led to a deadly shooting. Lamar Jackson led the Baltimore Ravens to a 34-20 takedown of the AFC North rival Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night football. Jackson completed 16 of 26 passes for 264 yards and two touchdowns. The Ravens remain atop the AFC North at 8-3.
In more sports, the Celtics have a pair of key players listed on the injury injury report entering tonight's game against the Raptors in Toronto. Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis are both listed as questionable to play. Brown is battling a non-COVID illness and Porzingis is dealing with a right knee contusion. Al Horford is listed as probable with a left big toe sprain. New England has dropped each of its last three games, including a 10-6 loss to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. The Pats enter this week last in the AFC East with a record of 2-8. and eight. Head coach Bill, Bill Belichick would not comment to who the starting quarterback would be when the team returns from the bye. New England is slated to visit the New York Giants next week at MetLife Stadium. And the Bruins are hoping to grab a bit of revenge against their bitter rivals. The Black and Gold will be looking to bounce back from last week's overtime loss in Montreal when they play host to the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Friday morning, a foggy start, so take it easy on the roads. Temperatures in the mid to low 40s, otherwise partly cloudy. Partly sunny for this afternoon, temperatures creeping into the upper 60s. 53 is the normal high, gusty winds associated with this scenario this afternoon. Overnight tonight, a.m. showers and uh, patches of fog as well. For tomorrow, we'll have rain in the morning and clearing in the afternoon. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC6. Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. That's the great Sam Cooke and The Change is Gonna Come, which was an, an anthem for the early civil rights movement in the 1960s, if like myself, you're, you're old enough to remember. Uh, we have a call on the line, so we'll go right to them. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Jack. How you doing? Good morning, John. How are you? Nope, not John. I always get confused. Oh, sorry about that. I've, I've already confu- uh, no, confused you're not, the only, you're not the only one who gets me confused with him. Okay. Uh, the, the, entire, the entire station pretty much does, especially <laughs> when, when Marcus was there. Um, so I, I'll jump on what the previous caller was saying uh, in regards to, like, elections and, and voter turnout. I think one of the biggest drivers of elections is inspiration. People are in, when people are inspired, they go out and vote. When they have something to vote for, they go out and vote. And a lot of times, that's an issue vote and not a person, because a lot of times people are not inspired by the politician, as they shouldn't be. Um, they, they should be inspired by issues, you know, what they care about. And, and a lot of times what you can do to in inspire voter turnout is put an issue on the ballot, even if it's non-binding. Uh, we saw that in Dartmouth with the Indian 
Uh, uh, yeah. We saw a, a, an absolute increase with with voter turnout because of that. Because other than that, the, the voter turnout would have been in the twenties again, you know, and you know, fifteen to twenty percent. Yep. But because of the issue vote and and it tugged on people's emotions, you were able to get people out to the polls. So I think one of the the tricks, I guess you could say to get voter turnout in New Bedford higher is to always have an issue that people care about on that ballot. Yep. Yep. I know, I know when they had marijuana legalization on the ballot, people came out um, in Ohio this year and and abortion is another thing that people have come out. uh, Exactly. I think if, uh, and both sides play that, play that card, right? So when, when they want their side to turn out, they put one of the issues on the ballot. But I think if the city itself wanted to do something, they, they, they could actually do something also. And, and again, it doesn't have to be binding. It could just be a temperature gauge. You know, find out what the opinion poll is of the voters and really make it mean something. You know, don't, don't just put, you know, should we change the flag? Who cares? Nobody's really going to, you know, care. I, I'm not saying that specifically, but something really that, that you feel will tug on the voters' heartstrings and get them out the vote. I think that'll help significantly. Yeah, yeah well, um, you know, I, I think as you're calling, I'm thinking that maybe the city council was right after all when they wanted to put rent control and the four-year mayoral term and what was the other one, the community preservation law. They wanted right. to put all so, three of those. When, so be- when, when, they put the, when they put that uh, the four years on the ballot, what was the voter turnout then? Do you know? Oh, I, I have to go back and look, but I'm sure Manny DeBrito, the election commissioner, could could get that up in a few minutes. Uh, uh, he probably not up this early, but but uh, when he gets right. to work, I could I could check and and see what that is. But it would be interesting yeah, to see. Be, that would, that would be interesting because again, the only time in 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 my short term uh, of of voting, the only time I saw a big inspiration was was when Obama was running the first time. And, yes, and yes. that was the only time I actually saw an inspirational person run. And I think a lot of that had to do was with the anger of the housing crash, the impending recession, and, and a lot of that people really, and he, they were inspired by the change because people were, were tired of, um, you know, the Bush administration, eight years, right? So everybody looked for change and, and they viewed John McCain as a continuation of Bush's policies. And they, and unfortunately, to, to John McCain, I really like John McCain. Um, to John, the, unfortunately to him, he got blamed or, or wrapped up into the housing crisis, the big financial crisis. Yep. John McCain had nothing to do with it, but they looked at him and said, you have an R next to your name. It's low information voters, but you have an R next to your name, so you're going to continue with the policies. And, and Bush got blamed for it, which it really didn't have anything to do with him either. But regardless, he got wrapped up into it, and it, and it hurt him. You know, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that rent control would have been a really good one for the city of New Bedford. However you feel about it, pro or con, right. I think that people would have had strong feelings about that. I Sure, and, and make it non-binding because yeah. there's a, you, can't make, you, you can't do that type of a, a policy, a citywide financial policy yes. and regular regulation as a binding one makes especially, it non-binding. Especially you have to have it. a you have to have a specific details as to how it would work or would not work. You wouldn't want to 
just adopted on the basis of do you like rent control or not. But I think that there's, I think 61% of the residents of New Bedford are renters, not owners. Yeah. It's a little different in the suburbs. And I think it would have brought, I, I spoke against that that question initially because I did not like the deal that I thought Shane Burgo had made with uh, Councilor Morad on, on that. Right. Uh, he says that it was not a deal and she says it was not a deal. I take their word at it, but I, I think it would have been cleaner if it was one ballot, one big ballot question at a time rather than trying to put three all at once. But but whatever, right. uh, I think you have a point there. Yeah, I think I think that that's something that Ian, Ian Abreu, um, Abreu, and all the others, the, the city council can put something together and, and make sure that your your municipal elections have a ballot question. Because that, that's the one that really has the lowest vote to turn out. We don't have to do it for the president because for some reason we always put a ballot question on for presidential elections because we want them to win. Um, but we don't do it for municipal elections. Yeah, and what, on, and, and on what the people... municipal elections and, and you'd actually have an increase in, in those in, in that voter turnout and in regard and, and find a way to get the renter out because they don't they they're not property owners they don't have they they don't think they have major skin in the game when in reality a renter pays taxes through their rent yeah rent goes up when the taxes and they don't, go and up they don't understand that yep rent goes up when the taxes go up well those are all those are all good points and you know I I, I just want to point out that it's not just New Bedford that has lousy voter turnout. All local elections do. We had 13% turnout for this final election in New Bedford in the springtime. Fairhaven, where they were talking about an override, had a 13% turnout. And Dartmouth this year had a 12% turnout. So it's... Fairhaven had a 13% turnout? 13.8%. So I guess closer to 14%. the override? On the the town election that was leading to the override this year. Oh, oh, okay. So the town election is in the spring... And that's yeah. when you vote for select board, school committee, right, right. Yeah. all that. Right. And they knew that the override was coming up. It wasn't the actual override itself. So but what was the what was the voter turnout for the uh, for the override? That I don't know off the top of my head. You know, guaranteed. I yeah. I will I will bet you a breakfast at not your uh, just another Phoenix right now right. that it was significantly over the the regular town election. Yep. Yep. Probably, again, probably, 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 probably was. I was just trying to make the point that at a regular right. town election, it's the same as the city. People are not voting in local elections yeah. anymore. So, like I said in the beginning, nobody's inspired by people. People are inspired by issues. Yeah. And and I think that's the best way to get voter turnout to, to increase. Okay, I got to go to a, a commercial, but uh, thanks, caller. Good Hi, points. And um, we have another call okay. on the line. We'll get to you when we get back. You got it. Uh, there's Ringo Starr. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Ringo as a singer, but I think that's, I think that's his best of um, the singles that he released. Photograph. Uh, we have a caller on the line, so let's go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane, caller. Good morning, 
Jack. You're doing a great job. Uh, I'm getting a little better, I think. <laughs> well, you're getting practice all the time, huh? Yeah. Yep, it's a it's a lot to it running the board, but uh, uh, Tim's a good teacher, and um, uh, I think I, I think even this old dog may be able to lo- learn the new trick. <laughs> I can believe it. That's good that you're a fill-in. Anyways, um, um, I don't. I just heard a little bit about um, something happened with Ian Abreu at the, um, the meeting. He was bullied. Can you enlighten me on that? Yeah, I, I don't know if bullying is the the right word. Um, so and. It's not the end of the world. I think all of us, and I, I said this earlier, including myself, have said things when we're frustrated at times that we regret. But we have to be particularly careful, you know, if you're an elected city council in the city council chambers or, you know, a public figure like me, you, you have to be careful. And so uh, uh, I think that um, there were two activists, uh, Gilly Safiolis and, and Carlos Felix, who you know, have been um, frustrating to some of the counselors. I think that that Gilly and Carlos serve an important role. First of all, we would not have ever known about the thing with um, Hugh Dunn in the accident uh, that that he had uh, if it weren't for Carlos Felix. And um, I'll just note that the city council has still not um, ever said anything in condemnation because he's a colleague and I think they tend to protect each other. But um, so... I don't know exactly what happened. I haven't gotten all the details. It was it was attended to on Chris McCarthy's show yesterday, and it's been um, people have been been contacting media about it. I guess Barry Barry Richard talked about it. Also, um, uh, there were expletives used uh, 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 allegedly by Councillor Morad um, to Councillor Abu. Um, uh, allegedly, um, Councillor Giesta gave the finger. Uh, uh, I think that's a harder one to prove because uh, she just happens to be talking on on the phone with her finger um, in a certain position. But uh, uh, and the decorum of the council is broken, and so evidently Councillor Abu got frustrated by all that and left the building. And they were in between the property committee meeting and the ordinance committee meeting, and he didn't attend the ordinance committee meeting. Because he was so frustrated, he came on uh, Chris's show yesterday and apologized for leaving, but said that he just felt that there was so much dysfunction in the council that he just didn't want to be part of it. And rather than lose his temper, he just left. People oh. said that he was redder than they had ever seen him. And I just think that we expect more from uh, the city councilors than that. The people have spoken. The councilors have been. Uh, re-elected. That that means that a lot of people feel like that they like the job they're doing, and so we need to respect that. But I I, I just think that that the councilors need to be on a little better behavior. Okay, so I didn't vote for them because I don't. I think it should be uh, the house should be cleaned out. Uh, Linda Morad continue, She puts these plastic cards, laminated cards out, and appeases the public in her way. How she does it with the elderly. And everything else, like Barry was saying yesterday, I didn't hear him talk about the Ian Abreu thing. I heard him, because I was in and out, I heard him talk about how people like um, Leo Pelletier used to bring charming sandwiches, and one Lambert used to sing to the people, and they voted for him, which is true. This is what I mean. It's it's too much already. It's this, It needs to be cleaned house, but the thing is, the elderly are very easy to appease. And they get a lot of the vote from them. That's who go, usually votes, actually. That's what I would say, yeah. anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll just um, 
disagree a little bit, Janae. I, I think that um, a lot of people, th- th- these consoles do good things. A lot of people like them. That's that's not for nothing. You know, I, I personally have had any number of disagreements with them, but but I, I, I don't, we've had the election. The election is over. Uh, but I just think that we have to be behaving better or else we're going to have a repeat of some of the things that we're seeing nationally. We just had David DePape found guilty yesterday of, of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband. Just think about that. And they, they said, why did you do it? And he said, because I believed that Nancy Pelosi was a liar and she had to be kneecapped. It's crazy. Now, who is he, David something? Uh, yeah, he's just a crazy person in California. Yeah, he's just crazy. The, that, that, that but a crazy it. person, when they when they hear this talk... And th- th- this kind of negativity can be can be led by it. So uh, I got to go to a commercial, Janae. Wait a but, hey, Janae, the, you know, we had another call. On? We had another caller earlier. Is the mayor coming on? Yeah, at seven fifteen. Can we talk to him? I don't think so, but we'll see. We'll see what kind of we'll see how what he what he says. Can you ask if he'll take some calls? I will. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we only have a few minutes, a few seconds before the top of the hour in the news, and then Ariel Dorsey will be coming in for the local news. So uh, we have Mayor John Mitchell coming. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.